on this episode of Free Beer and Real Estate. Definitely ask your buyers, do you have a home to sell? And then of course, when you're getting seller leads, be prepared to answer the typical questions. Do you sell in my area? How many homes do you sell? Um, you know, uh, they're going to ask you about your qualifications. Right. So be ready with those uh, answers to those questions when you're fielding those uh, types of leads. Hey, everyone. It's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. Online lead conversion. Did you know the industry average for real estate agents for online lead conversion is just over 2%. That means one in every 50 leads gets converted to a sale. So today I'm going to share briefly how I, in my first year as a part-time agent, converted at over 5%, which still sounds low, right, Tony? But right. But still, <laughs> yes, it's right. Double. It's <laughs> over double what the industry average is. So the point of the story is that uh, online leads can be a great source of business, but you got to convert them. So we'll cover that today. Well, welcome, everyone. Uh, Mike Ferrante here with Century 21 Homestar and a 21 Mike team. I run a team of uh, just over 30 agents last year, over 500 transactions, and we cover pretty much the northern half of Ohio now, Tony. And uh, of course, we're with Century 21 Homestar and broker owner, owner Tony Geraci is with us as he is uh, virtually every week for these Tuesday trainings. Welcome, Tony. Say hello and tell us how we reach you. Oh, thank you. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, you can always reach me by text. It's always easiest and fastest. And it's 216-374-1269. And Tony is a broker who doesn't sell real estate. He strictly is here to help promote our business. Uh, he trains, coaches, solves problems, recruits, and is really just focused on helping us grow our business, which is why Tony is always here available to do these sessions with us. Uh, By the way, if you want to reach me, best way is Mike at 21mike.com. And if you're listening to this on our podcast, Free Beer and Real Estate, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Same with YouTube. Really appreciate those subscribes. All right, so let's get into the topic at hand, which is online lead conversion. And I want to talk about two things today, Tony. Of course, it's scripts. We want to talk about what we say um, but I also want to talk about how we follow up because those are the two real keys to online lead conversion. So, Tony, I don't know about you, but my phone rings a lot with mm-hmm. solicitation calls. So, of course, the first hurdle we as agents have to get past is even though they've raised their hand and said, I want information on this house or I'm interested in buying a house, you know, what's the first hurdle we have to get over with people when they answer the phone. They think we're selling something. So right. what do you do, Tony? Like what, what's your advice for agents as far as how to break that ice right away so that people don't think you're calling to sell them something? Right. No. Well, number one is try to uh, have a good script uh, to explain you're there to help them, not sell them anything, and that you're the resource for them to help get them information on buying or selling a house, whatever, which way they're going. And the no pressure, and because uh, trying to explain this, you know, like in that elevator pitch is a minute or two, explaining that, you know, you know, you might not be buying or selling today, but uh, let's build this relationship over the next few weeks, months, years, and when you're ready uh, for that. 
If, does that make sense or yeah, you can to, add to that? No, you, you hit the two main points. So let me summarize. Number one mm -hmm. is have a polished opening statement that you deliver quickly, that elevator speech. And number two, come from a place of giving. If your first line is all about, I'm calling for what I can do for you and not for what I'm trying to sell you or what you can do for me, it makes a big difference. And you might even, your opening line may be, hi, I'm looking for Tony. This is Mike from Century 21. I'm not calling to sell anything. I'm calling to follow up on your inquiry or your, you know, you, or, or reference the property. You know, you right. said one, two, three main street, you're interested in selling or one, two, three main street, you're interested in buying. I think you got to have that opening line rehearsed, practiced and down pat. Right. And I'm here to help you. And exactly. Come from a place of giving. So the other thing that I think agents get bogged down on, and we provide lists of questions to ask, you know, let's talk buyer leads. Let's assume we're talking mainly about buyer leads right now. You know, there's a list of questions that we want to get through when we're vetting our buyers. And, you know, we'll happily provide those, that list. Uh, there's about 15, 20 questions on that list. And they're all things you should at some point discuss. But guys, it's like, think of it like a first date, okay? We're not gonna get to the end of the relationship at, on the first date. This is a get to know you phase. So remember, you don't have to get through all those questions. What do buyers want? What do those leads want when they're inquiring? Do, do, do they want it to have you ask them 20 questions? No, they wanna see a house. They're interested in a house. They're looking for help with their home search. So we have to keep that in mind. Uh, agents ask me all the time, Mike, do you always get a pre-approval before showing a buyer? And my answer is simple. And Tony, you'll like this when you put your broker hat on, which you always have on. But the answer is make sure you treat everyone the same. If you do it for one person, make sure that you're doing it for everyone, right? And Tony, I'm sure you want to comment on that. I see you uh, chomping at the bit. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, you got to do that for everybody because uh, you want to treat everybody the same and, and just could be some fair housing issues in there with different things, but also your time is your time. So if you don't have the time, you know, you could make the time, you know, you can't, you don't have to drop the, the, you know, everything you're doing today and show it today, right? this second. So, yeah, no, I mean, this is the, that's one of the biggest debates is like, should I show buyers houses when they call me? Cause some of them are just looky lose, uh, or should I try to pre-qualify them before that? So now, the way we operate, so I'll answer that question this way. The way we mm -hmm. usually operate is that we like to meet people in person at least once. So we don't try to race through that list of 15 questions, including are you pre-approved? I'm going to boil down my script for online lead conversion with three basic questions. So mine goes something like this. Hi, is Tony there? You, you're yes. Tony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, this is Tony. I said, great, Tony, my name is Mike Ferrante with Century 21 Homestar. You inquired about 123 Main Street. I was just following up to see when you'd like to see that property. Yeah, no, I, I would really like to see that property. I know properties are going fast. I've been watching. I want to get in there as soon as possible. Okay, very good. I will follow up on that. I'm actually on the road right now. Keep in mind, agents, we're often not at our desks or computers. I'm on the road right now. I'll be following up with you and I'll find out how quickly I can get you in. If there's no notice needed, are you available later tonight, maybe 6 p.m.? Or how about tomorrow at 10 a.m.? Do either of those times work? Yeah, tonight works. Okay, great. I will double check and get back to you uh, later, but I have a couple quick other questions for you. Uh, tell me, what was it about that house that you liked? 
Oh, we've been looking in the area, uh, you know, the, the, this city and a couple other cities because it's in the same school district. And we've been just missing out in houses because we see them go so fast. Gotcha. And have you seen any other homes that you really liked? Uh, not that are on the market right now, but we have seen ones that are not, you know, sold already. Okay. Gotcha. And what happened with those? I just, before I even got a chance to con contact the agent, I could see that go to pending online. Gotcha. Okay, great. So you've basically just been searching around. looks like you were on Zillow in this case, you've been searching around and then you reach out to the listing agent to try to schedule showings. Yes. Wonderful. Okay. Well, I'm going to do my homework, try to confirm this showing, and then uh, I'll get you into this house and we can talk about how I can help you with your home search. Uh, but for now, that's all the questions I have. Uh, this obviously is the best number to reach you. I'll shoot you a text with my info as soon as we hang up. Sounds great. Okay. So I know that there's agents listening to that saying, Mike, you didn't find out A, B, and C. What are you nuts? But the point is we're in lead capture mode here. Okay. If I were to just grill Tony for 15 minutes, I may not ever get a chance to meet him, but right now he's waiting for my call back. Okay. I've got the basics that I need. I've got an appointment set and I'm going to get back to him. If that house is already gone, guess what? Then I'm going to schedule the full buyer's appointment and get into the whole spiel. But online leads guys, think about it. When your phone rings with a stranger calling, how long do you really want to be on the phone with that person in most cases? Now there's always exceptions, Tony. I mean, we know that sometimes people want to talk and tell us their life stories. Well, of course, then I'm going to go through more questions. But if I'm driving and just trying to capture a quick lead, that's how I do it. It's basically a dance, right? <laughs> if they want to continue to dance and talk, you keep on talking. You got to, you got to get a feel. Everybody's going to be different uh, to that. That's right. Now, if you are one of those agents who says, look, I'm not even going to put my pants on if I don't get a pre-approval letter, no problem. Add that question to your script and work it in and just have that conversation be before you meet people. But again, we can't stress enough from a fair housing standpoint, make sure you do the same thing with everybody. You don't want to ever be accused of, well, this type of person you asked for pre-approvals and for this type of person you didn't. And next thing you know, you're getting investigated by the state, right? Right. Yeah. You don't want to do that because we've, we've seen that happen. I've actually, that was uh, one of my calls last week and one of our buyers felt that the listing agent was asking our agent for too many questions before a showing uh, yeah. on that. So you've got to go at it uh, the same and, and gently, so to say. Yep, exactly. All right. So as far as, uh, online lead conversion. I think that's a great script for, for buyers. Guys, if you want the full list of my questions, just shoot me an email, mike at 21mike.com. We're going to get in uh, next week, Tony, into for sale by owner and expired scripts. People want right. to know how to get listings. So I think that maybe as a little precursor to that, let's talk about online lead conversion as it relates to sellers. Because I right. think one of the big things that agents are missing out on is capturing the seller lead. So there, there's two types. There's the people who say, hey, I need to sell a house. But how about buyer leads? How many buyers are also sellers? That's a right. common dilemma that we have. So what I recommend in the buyer's appointment, or if you get a longer call happening, is guys, don't forget to ask that key question, which is, great, you're looking to buy. Do you also have a home to sell? Just sure. by asking that one question, it opens up a whole new group of potential seller leads. And of course, right now, what do we need more listings? 
So uh, Tony, anything to add to that? Otherwise, I'll get in a little bit to what I say. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. Give you a one minute uh, thing that I've been using with agents, especially in this market, was is that if you don't feel comfortable asking these questions, you can word uh, word it in a way that if you're very interested in buying soon, you need we uh, a good sell uh, listing agent, good agent on the seller side is going to be asking me these questions about you before you they even look at your offer because the market's so fast, there's so many offers, so they're going to ask, you know, are you pre-approved? Uh, do you have a house to sell? You know, stuff that pre- because you might be put going up against five other offers that are almost identical. The agents can be asking me all of these questions. I would like to get that information now, just so we, if you want, you see this house tonight or tomorrow, we can move on this right away. And I don't, and when the other agent wants to know that, like, we want to make sure we have a relationship and I know everything about you as much as possible to get you into this house. So, you know, obviously you can polish that a little bit better, but you yeah. can blame it on the other agent if you want to say the word blame, because again, a good listing agent is going to do that, <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah, Tony, in fact, here's a quick story, a little side note. Uh, we had a listing last year where we had an offer accepted and then the deal fell through because of financing. Now, the real reason it fell through was that the buyer said, well, I don't have the down payment now. The source of money I thought I had didn't come through. We can't get financed because now we don't right. have the down payment. So one of the things we've started doing is asking for proof of funds for down payment. You know, you're comparing right. multiple well, offers in a lot of cases. Why not, in, in addition to a pre-approval letter, ask for that? And if you're working with buyers, offer to provide it. It just makes the offer stronger. Yeah, I get that question at least once a week from either our agent that's a listing agent asking because a buyer's agent's asking us or or our listing agent asking if we could ask this. Outside of fair housing questions, you know, I won't go into detail. That's a whole nother video. If you don't already know the fair things that you can't ask people, uh, you can't discriminate against. But outside that, you're allowed to ask them any other question. You as a listing agent are allowed to ask, you know, hey, the, they're just like you said, Mike, I've had our listing agents go, hey, the buyer or our uh, buyer's agent, hey, the listing agent's asking for where the money's coming for down payment. Do I have to tell them that? I'm like, no, but they're allowed to ask. The, their job is to find out as much information as possible. If you want to be an open book, you'd be open book. I tell uh, my our buyers, if it's a house that's going to go fast, whoever's a bigger open book, so to say, might get the deal, you know, and some yeah, buyers get bent out of shape. Like they're asking too many questions. I'm like, but they might have a buyer that's answering all these questions. Do you want to lose this house over that? My answer would be, why wouldn't you answer that question? You know, is, right. is the money coming from drug dealing or something? You know, right. <laughs> what right. is the cash? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Take a picture of the cash stuffed in the mattress, that kind of thing. Uh, but certainly anything we can do right now to paint a picture of a stronger buyer is going to help us compete in this market. And Tony, you and I have done at least four or five videos on that topic. So mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. sure to hit up the YouTube channel if you want to go back to those or, uh, or previous podcasts for those. So going back to the seller lead question, definitely ask your buyers, do you have a home to sell? 
And then of course, when you're getting seller leads, be prepared to answer the typical questions. Do you sell in my area? How many homes do you sell? Um, you know, uh, they're going to ask you about your qualifications. Right. So be ready with those uh, answers to those questions when you're fielding those uh, types of leads. All right. So last thing, Tony, I want to talk about how I converted over 5% in my first year. And it's really simple, guys. In my first year as a part-time agent, I really didn't have scripts and dialogues down. I just kind of took the approach that was my personality. Hey, I, I'm calling to help you. You know, you, you inquired about this house. You must be interested in buying. Um, do you want to set up a showing? You know, I, I took this approach, even though I didn't have polished scripts. The key was the amount that I followed up, the frequency mm -hmm. with which I followed up. So Tony, kind of like you, I had a really simple system. You know, agents always ask us, you know, about CRMs and follow-ups and drip campaigns and all that stuff is great. Use them. Mm -hmm. uh, but like we said, the best system is the one that you use, the one that you actually sit down and use. And my system was I had a folder in my email with all my leads. And mm -hmm. every day as I was driving home from work, I would start wherever I left off the previous day. Actually, I would start with the fresh ones because speed of res response is important. You got to contact leads within five minutes to have the highest chance of converting them. So whenever possible, respond within five minutes. I was driving home from work, so I couldn't respond in five minutes, but I would call all the new ones because that's the highest uh, conversion percentage. I didn't know that at the time, but I, it was logical. And then I would pick up where I left off the previous day. I'd mark that email and I would start working my way down the list. And I would call every single lead that I had in that folder. And when I got to the end, I went back to the top and started over. I was mm -hmm. calling my leads seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times until they either said, why, yes, thank you for following up or stop badgering me. You've called me 15 times. Stop calling me. Then I would stop. So, right. Tony, I, I, you know, I know agents say, gosh, how can you be that persistent? But that's the key, right? Well, the, the, how many of us are getting, just like you started the video off was, you know, we get lots of solicitation calls. How many of us actually pick up the phone or call them back to tell them, please don't call you anymore? What do we all do? We all wait until they get tired and don't pick up the phone. So... I, I, I suggest until, just like you said, until they say stop calling, keep calling. And you got to weigh it. I mean, if you've got someone calling you on a, I'll just throw out a number, a $500,000 house, you know that person is going to buy a house someday. They're not just calling out of the blue. They're like, you know, no one's calling. Well, maybe a few crazy people out there calling on houses that, and they, they already know they're never going to buy, you know? So it's how, how long do you want to stay in touch with this person and try to get a hold of them in the future till they buy that $500,000 house? That's right. And I've actually helped, I actually helped some agents with some scripts to uh, voicemails. You know, you could uh, leave voicemails to explain, hey, I, I, I just want to help you. I'm here to help. I know I've called you seven times. I'm going to keep calling you every month because I, I really want to help you and I'm an expert in this area. So if, if at any time, feel free to text or, or, or call me and tell me to stop if you don't want, you know, want my help or don't need my help because I'm not going to stop. That's right. <laughs> and use, so. use all three methods of follow-up, phone, text, and email, because it's amazing right. how you might call someone five times and then you shoot them one text and they respond in five minutes. So a lot of times you just have to find the right mode of communication to get them to respond. Right. In today's day, I, I think is uh, a lot of my sales calls would stop 
if I they texted me because then I would say then I would take the time like I'm so sorry I don't need your service thank you very much for calling good luck or something like that but if someone you leave a voicemail message and text them and they don't get back to you they're still thinking about it because that's how I am you know I have people email me call me text me and if I don't have time to call them back because I still might want their service I don't want to cut them off but I just might not get to it for whatever time. That's right. All right. So the key is number of times following up and practicing your delivery. So, and Tony, practicing leaving a voicemail message, right. setting yourself apart. You know, if I leave you a voicemail message, Tony, that says, Hey, it's uh, Hey, Tony, it's Mike from century 21. You called me about one, two, three main street. Uh, let me know how I can help you. Well, you're going to be like, well, I don't know. How can you help me? What's different about you right. than the three or four or 10 other agents that left me the exact same voicemail? Find out what your value proposition is. Leave something in that voicemail that makes them possibly want to call you back. Maybe it's, Tony, your point earlier was you called about 123 Main Street in Twinsburg. I live in Twinsburg. That house is right around the corner from me. I'm the area expert. Call me back. I'd love to help you with that property. How much better right. is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have a two-minute, if you say it's a limited two-minute, uh, commercial to, to leave them. <laughs> they might not listen to it all. But the people that are interested will, and why not take advantage of that time? So. Yeah, and it's not always just what you say, but how you say it. So notice whenever I go into script mode, my energy level kind of picks up. Hey, Tony, it's Mike from Century Tw Not, hey, Tony, it's Mike from, you know, you've got to have that energy level. It's got to be polished, and you've got to follow up. So please practice what your voicemail is going to be and practice your opening line. From there, you can't have an exact script, but that opening line has got to be clear, concise, and clear, and very much determined for that receiver of the call that you're not trying to sell them something. You're responding exactly. to their inquiry. You're trying to help. I think those are the three keys, Tony. Yep. No, I like all three of those. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll go out there and convert those online leads. Again, if you want to hit me up, it's uh, Mike at 21mike.com. And of course, you can uh, text Tony at 216-374-1269. Stick with us because we got three more weeks of scripts and dialogues. Uh, next week, I believe, is for sale by owner and expireds. And then we'll get through and uh, you know wrap it up with uh, three more weeks of scripts and dialogues. What to say to get more business. Stay tuned. Sounds good. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Thanks, Tony. See you next week. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Join Mike and Tony next time when they continue discussing scripts and dialogues. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.